Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The word fair and the phrase middle class. And yet, who has done more destruction to working people in this country than Obama? Why isn't it proper to point out the Democrat base is made up, for the most part, of the nation's losers? Free enterprise can do a better job of producing the things that people need than government can. government and less taxes and more freedom for the people. Iran, Cuba, Venezuela, these countries are tiny compared to the Soviet Union. Bring myself and the American flag, never give up the freedom my pop fought for us to have, never give it back. Same with the gas, you can never take that, never take that. On this Memorial Day. As our nation honors its unbroken line of fallen heroes, and I see many of them in, in the audience here today. Yeah, they 
157 states. successful, you don't you didn't get there on your own. You, you didn't get there on your own. I, I'm always struck by people who think, well, it must be because I was just so smart. There are a lot of smart people out there. It must be because I worked harder than everybody else. Let me tell you something. There are a whole bunch of hardworking people out there. If you were successful, somebody along the line gave you some help. There was a great teacher somewhere in your life. Somebody helped to create this unbelievable American system that we had that allowed you to thrive. Somebody invested in roads and bridges. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. All right. Wow. Did you hear that? Good evening, folks. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Welcome to another high Unfilled, informative, historical, well, hour of the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones, uh, and uh, that's not uh, uh, today's date, July 16th, 2012, beautiful Old Town Alexandria is where we are broadcasting from, United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. So Obama gives a speech stating that, well, those of us who create wealth, those of us who employ people, those of us who build businesses, we didn't do that. Somebody else did it. Somebody else created our business. We had help, at the very least. We just didn't do it on our own. And I suspect that what Obama's really saying is that for taking the initiative and starting your own business and working really hard and building that business up to be profitable so that you can take care of your family and yourself, well, you owe something to the American people. Perhaps we owe a share of those profits. We need to give back. I think that's what Obama's saying. We need to give back. We need to probably, in order, in order to really feel good about the work that we really didn't do, that somebody else helped us to do, we need to pay a little bit more in taxes, perhaps. We need to Give. Because what Obama's really saying is that we're a nation, of, not of individuals, but we're a collective. And when we spread the wealth around, according to Obama, it's good for everybody. Let's listen to this insane, insulting, 
socialist Marxist rhetoric. Just one more time. If you've been successful, you don't you didn't get there on your own. You, you didn't get there on your own. I, I'm always struck by people who think, well, it must be because I was just so smart. There are a lot of smart people out there. It must be because I worked harder than everybody else. Let me tell you something. There are a whole bunch of hardworking people out there. If you were successful, somebody along the line gave you some help. There was a great teacher somewhere in your life. Somebody helped to create this unbelievable American system that we had that allowed you to thrive. Somebody invested in roads and bridges. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. If I've got a build a business. I didn't build it. Somebody else made that happen, he said. So, make sure I understand this. A man who's never actually had a real job, a man who's never worked for business outside of working at a perhaps a Tasty Freeze while he was in college, and who's never actually worked ever, really, at a real honest, old-fashioned American job, a man who's never started a business is telling us that the businesses that we started, that we put our heart, soul, and sweat into, that we worked for, that we worked through all hours of the day and night, we didn't get there on our own. Somebody else did that. What comes to mind right now is Dave Thomas. Of Wendy's fame. He first began working under the tutelage of Colonel Sanders at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, when Dave Thomas started working for the Colonel, he was charged with managing nine stores, if I remember correctly. And he worked so hard that he often didn't go home at night, and he slept on a cot in the kitchen most nights. He worked his fingers to the bone to learn the business of fast food. Then he went out on his own and started Wendy's. Worked the same types of hours, using his own capital, his own money, and a few small business loans here and there. But he worked pretty much the the majority of his life to the point where his health ultimately suffered. Now, we're talking about a man who didn't even finish high school, but he had a very strong work ethic. He wanted to be successful regardless of the fact that he didn't really possess a really good education. So, what Obama's saying is that Dave Thomas didn't start his business on his own. Somebody else did that. And I guess maybe he's maybe he's right in a way. Because I guess when I contacted LegalZoom to start my business, my first business, Golden Jones Universal Media, 
I contacted LegalZoom. I gave them all the information and put out about, well, close to $800. Used my debit card to pay them. And they did all the work. They got the... You know the the, the name, uh, the the incorporation. They did all that work. They sent me a nice little package, business license, all of that. So I guess, yeah, they did something, including take my eight hundred dollars. Then I needed advertising. I needed a web page, so I contacted a a web designer. I paid the web designer somewhere around $3,000 for my website. Wow. And isn't it great? So I gave him the money for the website, told him what I wanted, how I wanted it to look, kind of like Rush Limbaugh's site. And, you know, I like Rush's site. So I said, kind of like that. And they created a site for me. I approved it. I gave him the remainder of the money that was owed for the site once it was completed. So I guess they did something too. So I didn't actually get there on my own. So maybe Obama's right about that. And then I needed advertising. I advertised in a lot of the historical um, sites. I uh, signed up for uh, to join a lot of um, you know historical uh, uh, clubs and such and advertised in a lot of different places um, and paid for the advertising and boom, next thing you know, you know, I started getting jobs. Now, so I guess those folks who did the typesetting and typing and came up with the ads, they did something. So maybe Obama's right. I didn't do it all my own, but here's, here's what happened. Here's, here's what I did do. I did take the initiative in starting my own business. I employ 14 people. They all have health insurance. They're all doing quite well. I even engage in a bit of profit sharing, just a bit. After all, I am a capitalist. And so maybe Obama's right. We didn't do it all on our own. No. Well, that clown isn't right. What we have here, folks, is Marxism, socialism at its best. What Obama is saying to us is that for the cost of being successful, you owe. Because you live in a country that allows you to prosper, a capitalist system, you need to pay more. That's what he's saying. He's saying that small business owners owe the government. They owe you. I owe you. I owe somebody something. I got a lot of emails about this on my blog. Some of the emails read like this. So, Obama says, I didn't build my landscaping business. Someone else did. Who would that be, Mr. President? I wasn't aware I had a partner. Mm-hmm. 
President Obama uttered an infuriating and offensive remark. In a seemingly endless list of infuriating and offensive things, during his speech in Virginia yesterday, the president decided to slam small business owners and give credit for their success to the government. Talk to the hand, small business owners. No, really, sadly, it's not a joke. President Obama said, if you've got a business, you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Last night, someone on Twitter gave him the business. His statement was infuriating enough on its face, but coming from a man who knows nothing about the real world outside his ivory tower is downright maddening. One could almost accept that sort of remark from, say, a, well, Mitt Romney, who actually built a business. Maybe. Well, Twitter's business owners like myself took offense. President Obama, who never built anything, tells small business builders, you didn't build it. Obama is so clueless about private enterprise and business, he apparently has no clue when he makes statements revealing what a socialist he is. Every business owner should be appalled about what Obama said yesterday. He literally has no idea what he's talking about. Here, that's just a few of the tame ones. Every business owner should be appalled about what Obama said yesterday. Sorry, Obama, but I and my husband built our small business at night, after our full-time day jobs, in our basement, we deserve all the credit, all the credit, indeed you do. I'm surprised Obama never went into business. If it's this easy, hey, everyone else does all the work, <laughs> including the government. Hey, Obama, I built my business from scratch, sacrificing, sweating, sometimes you will something you will never relate to, ever. Barack Obama, I reject your assertion that others built my business. And resent your cavalier attitude attitude toward my efforts. My husband and I built our business. Don't know who Barack Obama mythical somebody else might be. Is he hearing voices? The blaze. I built my business by myself. He didn't help me. I lost my house struggling to build my business. How dare he say that? Richard, USA. Barack Obama, who exactly built my business? You mean I could have slept all those long late nights while somebody else built it? David in Maryland, when Obama says somebody else built my business, he's talking stone-cold collectivism. If this doesn't speak to what a Marxist socialist Obama is, nothing does. Obama is saying that the government or somebody else built small businesses. Why does he say that? Because he wants his factions, he wants his supporters to believe that he's going to believe in what he says because 
what he really wants to do is tax small businesses because we know that a tax is coming on our businesses and that Obamacare is going to tax our businesses even further. And he wants to prepare the American people for it. He wants to sort of get a lot of people who are on his side, who believe in what he believes, to, to, to – he's getting them ready for it. He's, he's, he's basically saying that I'm going to tax you because you didn't build that business on your own, and you owe me, Mr. Dell. Mr. Dell, who built his business, Dell Computers, in his garage. You didn't do that on your own, Mr. Dell. You didn't start that business in your garage. You had to have roads in order to drive uh, to get your products to market. And you had to have water. And you had to have all the things that government does in order to build your business. But don't we already pay taxes for such things? What was Barack Obama really saying to us? He's saying that I owe you. That me, C. Robert Jones, who has three, four businesses, four businesses, that all the hard work and sweat and sleepless nights I put into it, and all the money that I put out, because I didn't get any loans from any government. I didn't get any government loans. I didn't even, I didn't even get any bank loans. I used all my own money to build my business. I put in the effort. I retired from the United States Marine Corps. I'm a retired Marine. I get a, I get a check from the government every month in retirement pay. I could have just chilled. Quite frankly, I started the Marine Corps March 13, 1979, retired in 2009. I make plenty of money in retirement pay. I can run, I can just relax. But I decided to start my own businesses to augment the money that I get in retirement funds. Quite frankly, I wanted some extra money. I wanted more money. You know? And so I decided I'm going to start a business. And I did. With my own money. With my own sweat. My own toil. And yes, there were the folks who made up the business cards. They helped. There was LegalZoom who got me, uh, you know, the name I wanted. There were the web designers and all the folks who... I paid to do jobs who benefited from my simple idea. I'm going to start a consulting business, a historical consulting business. I'm going to consult on history projects for newspapers, for publishers, for uh, you know Discovery Channel, History Channel, A&E, National Geographic. I'm going to consult. I'm going to be an historical consultant. But first I need a website. Then I need phones. Then I need business cards. Then I need advertising. All of this I paid out of my own pocket. A lot of people got paid simply because I decided that I was going to start my own business. I shelled out no, anywhere from 
ten to twenty thousand dollars starting my various businesses. Folks got paid. But according to Mr. Obama, I didn't do that myself, and it's just not fair. It's just not fair that I should live so high and mighty off my own profits, off the sweat of my own brow, while other people, well, quite frankly, don't. What Obama – make no mistake, folks. What Obama is really saying is that I need to give back, and if I won't do it – and it's not enough that I give back of my own free will. I need to give back, and Obama's going to make sure that I share the fruits of my labor with other people by taxing me. What Obama's really doing, folks, is setting up the next civil war in this country. The next revolutionary war in this country. You remember when when America fought a war over taxes? Obama's been throwing up trial balloons for the longest time, suggesting that we need to be more of a collective. We need to be more of a a group. We need to share in our prosperity. That nobody does anything alone. And that those battle Republicans, what they really want is for us to – the American people, the bad thing about what, – what Obama is saying is that the bad thing about Republicans is that they want us to – they want you to go out and fend for yourself. That's what he said. Those are his exact words. Fend for yourself. Go out on your own. Do things on your own. He actually used these words. As if that's a bad thing. As if going out on your own and fending for yourself is a bad thing. Since when did when did it when did going out on your own and fending for yourself become bad? I mean, I don't know what I I don't know where you guys come from, what your family background is. I don't know. But in my house, we were we were raised quite literally to go out and fend for ourselves. That's what our parents were teaching us from the time we were born until the time we left home for the last time. It was all about teaching us to fend for ourselves. It wasn't, you know, my, my folks never said, go out into the world and wait for the government to take care of you or even ask the government to take care of you. It was never about that. But with this president, with this administration, it's about the government looking out for my interests, looking out for me, taking care of me. I find it to be insulting that the president of the United States is telling me that I shouldn't fend for myself, that I shouldn't go out on my own and do my own thing. And yes, 
R-O-S-S-P in the chat room. When you're 18, your ass is out. Exactly. You're either going to college or you're going into the military. Oh, and don't think about coming back because your room has been turned into a steam room or a sauna or my den. You don't have a place to stay here anymore. You know, you can keep your stuff in the attic or maybe some stuff in the garage, but you're done. Don't come back. You know, except to visit every now and then. But now the Obama administration has fixed it so that folks can stay on their parents' health insurance until they're 26 years old. Damn. How embarrassing is that? <laughs> He has turned this nation into a, a nation of beggars, freeloaders. It's downright embarrassing. Come on, man. <laughs> I never heard of such things. The President of the United States, folks. Anyway, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back and we'll get on with the next topic. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Please join the hit squad of dynamic radio hosts on Internet Talk Radio. Starting at 8 p.m., listen to the Situation Report with Dr. C. Robert Jones of Gojo Media. Doc Jones is a retired Marine officer and holds a Ph.D. in history. Come check out his show weeknights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. From there, stay on board with the 2020 Network. Alternating between G-Ski Rocks and his show, Live and Direct, and David Graham of Stay Mad Radio. Taking you to bedtime with wit and wisdom and class and clarity. Join this nightly tea party family and bring your friends. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. What to do, 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 do on Friday. Well, keep your internet radio routine with Tesla's great show, Socialism is Not an Option. The Roundtable Roundup Edition, where you can call in and vent your frustrations from the week. It's an open line discussion where other radio hosts and listeners call in and let us know what's on their mind every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. So the reason Key said that Jesus Christ wouldn't vote for Barack Obama was because of Obama's fanatical support of abortion to the point of condoning infanticide. You can't handle the truth. Political correctness gone wild. I see dead people. These aren't really good reasons to suggest that he's scared, only that he's stupid. What is your major malfunction, nub nuts? You are cock blocking. You are in the way. <laughs> I'm looking into trying to get a rooster that doesn't crow. Are you going to trust me or your lying eyes? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. You know, I believe in the principle that you pay as you go. Obama was, in the words of Louis Farrakhan, C-elected before he was elected. There's a rhyme in there somewhere. Why so serious? I laugh out loud with glee. At every opportunity, I'm standing in the grocery line. Ha 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 ha. Oh, behave. I'm uh, doing the laundry. 
Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, I'm walking the dog. <laughs> I was napping. I went. <laughs> and it's all because of the news today. Does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? This is David Graham of Stay Mad Radio. You're listening to Dr. C. Robert Jones and the Situation Report. Every weekday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. When we do Internet Talk Radio... We receive support from a great many areas. We have listener support, of course, and some who help with the promoting. One group that often goes unrecognized are the wives of Internet Talk Radio hosts. They are the ones who tolerate our dalliances and the time we invest in our hobbies. Well, this is one way we can properly recognize those who are closest to us by broadcasting their sincere sentiments regarding our passions. I am going to stay up on You're family, you know. It's always at that computer. How much money do you make doing that dumbass radio show? You're not the only one that lives there, you know. You better come and eat. I'm not bringing it in there.
All right. Welcome back to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. We have a call on the line. We'll take the call in just a minute. But let's uh, let's get up, uh, move on to the next topic here. After we talked about how, well, the business that I started, well, I really didn't do much. It was somebody else. I didn't do that. This is classic. I, we, you know what? We we just we just got to do this just one more time. Just just, just one more time because, it, damn. If you've been successful, you don't you didn't get there on your own. You you didn't get there on your own. I, I'm always struck by people who think, well, it must be because I was just so smart. There are a lot of smart people out there. It must be because I worked harder than everybody else. Let me tell you something. There are a whole bunch of hard-working people out there. If you were successful, somebody along the line gave you some help. There was a great teacher somewhere in your life. Somebody helped to create this unbelievable American system that we had that allowed you to thrive. Somebody invested in roads and bridges. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. You know, this is the point where you just say, "What the? F- what? This mother? Who the? F- God? What the? F- this is a, one of those what the f moments." Especially, especially if you're either a small business owner or you are considering starting your own business. It's a, what the fuck? What the, what the, what the hell? He must have lost every single small business owner in this country. He had to lose at least, what do you say? 600, 700,000 votes? I don't know a small business owner who's going to agree with that and say, yeah, yeah, Obama's right. I I didn't start this business on my own. All those sleepless nights, all the work and effort I put into it. And you know what? When I first heard this, it reminded me of Ross Perot, honestly, who left the Navy. And started his own business, Electronic Data Systems, or EDS. He built that business. Well, he started the business with a loan. So he he started that business with a $1,000 loan from his wife. So maybe he didn't do it on his own. Hmm? Oh, and he hired all those Navy guys who were coming out of the Navy after he got the business built up with that $1,000 loan from his wife, wind up, wound up selling the business, if any of you know anything about Ross Perot, for $4.3 billion. Huh. I guess he didn't do it on his own, did he? That $1,000 loan from his wife. What the f- what What the hell? Come on. We have a caller. Caller, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Yes, I have. Uh, you said you you started your business with your retirement money. Is that you? Yes, it is me. Girl, how you doing? I'm doing just marvelous. 
weekend. Listen to you have a breakdown. <laughs> weekend. It was and your whole party. I say you started it with government money. Right. No, no, no. Where does your retirement come from? Go there. Here's the thing, Mage. When That's I joined government money, still welfare, regardless, you get your retirement check from welfare system and government, right? Listen here. Even though you I'm, did, I don't know how many years you did to get it, but that's where it come from. Listen up, listen here. I joined the Marine Corps, like I tell folks, March 13, 1979. Now, as a private, I made $740 a month. You hear me, Maze? A month. So what does that got to do with that? Something, yeah. 79, and 79 people would make Maze, and, and let me answer the question. Because a lot of folks will say that I started my business with government money. First, Mays, as a private in the Marine Corps, especially in 0311, <laughs> which is a basic rifleman, I earned every single dime. I'm talking about peeling potatoes. I'm talking about sweeping and mopping the barracks. I'm talking about working 14, 15, 16 hours a day. I'm talking about humping hills with a pack, 80-pound pack on my back. I'm talking about going to war. I'm talking about being shot, stabbed, blown up in in the barracks in Lebanon. I was there. I'm talking about uh, uh, Grenada. I'm talking about uh, uh, all the places I've been where I could have been killed and, and have the scars to prove it over the course of a 30-year career in order to retire and have a good retirement benefit. Now, quite frankly, Mays, I could have been dead many times for the mere pittance of money I made. When I was a second lieutenant in the Marine Corps, I made $21,000 a year. $21,000 a year as a second lieutenant in the Marine Corps with a college degree. While a lot of my contemporaries were making twice that coming out of college. Now, grant you, I attended the United States Naval Academy in Annapolis, one of the finest colleges in the world, not just the United States, in the world. I could have parlayed that and left the Marine Corps and made twice as much money. I could have been set for life at any other job. While my contemporaries were making twice what I was, less the risk, I made a lot less money because I was doing something I loved. So by the time I retired, that little bit of retirement money I make after a 30-year career is not government money. It's pretty much my money. Are you finished? Don't you agree, Mace? Now can I say what I had to say? A lot of people did four years, got out, started their own business, and doing better than you did, having to spend 30 to get the government check for retirement. A lot of people didn't do that. Right. And they started their own business. So what are you talking about? You made They did four years and got out. Exactly. But I chose. But you stayed there so you could get the government funding, so you could get a retirement check, so you could get all the benefits that they have, along with the going. Mays, you're insulting me now. First of all, Mays, as much as I love you, girl, and I love you listening to the show and calling in, I did not stay in the Marine Corps so that I can get a government check. May, come on now. You're going too far now. You started to insult me. I stayed in the Marine Corps. Not out of any sense of patriotism. Certainly not for the money. Honestly. Because there was very little money. I did it because I loved it. I loved 
being a Marine, and I knew it. From the first day I stood out on the parade ground in San Diego, shortly after graduating from boot camp, I said to myself, there's nothing else I want to do. This is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. I actually said those words to myself as I looked around. I loved what I was doing, and money didn't enter into it. I didn't even know how long I was going to be a Marine. I had no idea how long I was going to stay. Hell, a 17-year-old doesn't think 5, 10, 15 years ahead. A 7-year-old, a 17-year-old like myself in 79 was thinking about the next day or maybe even the next chow line. What time is chow? I'm hungry. We weren't thinking about that stuff. So come on, Maze. I said, didn't you get your degree through the government funding? Or did you pay for it? Did I get through what government funding? Your PhD. Did you get it through government funding? I got it through, uh, Thank yeah. you. That's right. So somebody helped you, didn't they? What, Maze? You didn't do it alone. Here's the thing, Maze. To get you where you are, to do what you did, somebody helped you along the way. So don't try to deny it. I don't know how y'all get see now. Listen to me. People did help me along the way. You're absolutely well, right. What are you talking about then? Talking about everybody. Everybody it, got help somewhere along the way. About if business. it was from a family member, we're talking about business here, and we're talking about me either sitting on the money that I made through retirement, or taking that money and building a business with it. Now, you can argue, Mays, that. The, all the years I sacrificed my, and risked my life and the times I could have died so easily, the five times I've been shot, the, the time I was in the Marine barracks in Lebanon when it was blown up and I happened to survive that, Beirut, uh, Afghanistan, all the places I've been and all the things I've done where I could have been killed, making less than $30,000 a year, all that time, it wasn't for the money. What I'm trying to say, Mage, is that I earned everything I got. Nobody gave me anything. When I joined the Marine Corps in March of 1979, I didn't have a high school diploma. I'd left a few months high school a few months before graduation. It was only suggested that I get my high school diploma or a high school equivalency, a GED. No one told me I needed to do that. Everything I did, I did at my own initiative, including leaving the Marine Corps, retiring, and starting my own business. I did that. I take credit for it all. And yes, I had some help along the way, but the major credit goes to me and my own initiative. The government did not help me. I helped myself. And the government said to me, if you do this for me, I'll do that for you. I'll offer you the opportunity to get an education. I'll offer you the opportunity to get an advanced degree. But the truth is, Mays, the government at that time didn't pay for your full education. Here's what the government did, Mays. Here's how they work. If you decide you want did to you get... you get disability, too, since you got shot twice? 
Let me finish, honey. Let me finish. If if I offered, if I want to go to college for say two years to get an advanced degree, the government will pay back. But I have to give the government four more years of service. If I want to get say the PhD that I got, I had to give the government six more years of service. So everybody got something out of this deal. I didn't get it for free, Mays. I had did, I, did I say free or did I say with help? I ain't said nothing about it. I said you got government funding to get you where you were, so somebody helped you along the way. You didn't just go out and jump off a planet and do it by yourself. That's what you're trying to sound like. Shame, Mays. I had to give... Shame nothing. You're not the only person that went to the military and retired. Mays, I had to give more than I got. I had to give a lot more than I got. I gave the government a lot more than they gave me. A lot more. A lot more. Because for every year of school funding I got, I gave the government two years, at least, of hard-earned service. That's how I rolled, Mays. So here's the issue. The President of the United States is saying that for me having a business, and what about those people who didn't go to the military to start their businesses? Maze. What about those? Just like like John Walmart opened Walmart, he even got a, some government funding to start Walmart with. So what are you talking about? All of the rich ones have got money. They got it from a loan, Actually, a government didn't. loan, welfare well, money to get that oh, business started. Oh, he did not. He did so. No, he did not. He did, he did so. Not, did not get a government loan. What did, he get, what did he get to start his business with? Oh. Not a he didn't go to a private friend to get it. To a bank, which is not owned he by the government. Go to a bank. He got a government loan to start his business. Are Look it up. But back in the olden days, governments weren't owned by the banks. You actually had to pay those loans back. If you had to pay it back, you still had to uh, borrow it to get where you needed to go. You either went bankrupt or you made, or you made a big. Interesting. You actually had to pay loan back back in the old days, or your business would be taken away from you, or you'd go bankrupt. Back in the old days, Mays, you had to be accountable, and not to the government, to the banks. So, yeah, Mr. Mr. Walton, he got a, he got a loan from a bank. I know this for a fact because I know his story in great detail. I know his story in great detail more often than you do. He got a government loan to start his business. Ross Perot got money from his wife, but he also got money from the government. All of them got money from government. Here's the thing, Mays. It's just like the government had to pay the banks, had to keep the bank from going under with Mays. our money. Yeah, so that what was, are you talking about? Somebody had to help them. Mays, that was a couple of years ago. about Walter, aren't you? He did not get any government loan. That's he did that. get a government loan. Conversation. Here's the thing. What Obama's really saying, Maze, is that because I own a business, because I can read between the lines just like you can. What Obama is saying that is that we need I need to give back more in terms of taxes. I needed to give back in terms of more taxes. Because what he's saying is that same thing Maze is saying, that I didn't start my business on my own. I didn't do it on my own, that the government helped me. And because the government helped me, the government owns a stake in my business. 
That's what Barack Obama is saying. That's what Mays is saying, quite frankly. Well, let's find out. Mays, if you... Yes? You need a government loan. you feel that you're beholden to the government after you've paid them back? No. I never borrowed any money from them to start my business. Do you feel like... And I didn't go to the military to get no money from them to start a business. Like you start a business that you owe something. And when to my them? kids went to school, they didn't have to get a loan to go to school. It was paid for by me. Okay, that's fine. Ma- so we didn't go to people to get anything. So, but if you start a, do you believe that business owners owe something to somebody else because they start a business? New business owners owe something to somebody else because they start a business. You, if they want to complain about if the, the way they did it, yes, they owe something to somebody else. Do you visit a dry cleaner? You have a dry cleaner, don't you? Excuse me. Have a dry cleaner. Yes. Do, do you believe that your dry cleaner who started the business owes something to the government or owes something to you personally? They do because they have to pay taxes. Okay. And you so, do too with your business that you have. Taxes. And I taxes actually I actually pay taxes. That's what I'm saying. You have to pay taxes. So that that's you paying the government. Right or wrong. But what Obama's saying, Mays, is that I need to You are you listening to Taxes, as opposed to less. You see, what Obama really wants is to. What he really wants is for us to go out of business. He doesn't want small businesses. He wants there to be a neo-socialist Marxist regime where. A few very large companies hire people along with the government, and he pretty much oversees those large companies, companies like GE, for example, and companies that are owned by people like Warren Buffett. He wants those companies to be the ones that do the hiring and firing, and he controls those companies through regulations. That's what Obama really wants to see happen. That's where we are right now in this country, folks. That's where we are. And it's really quite sad. I mean, seriously. I feel as though Obama has really shown his hand at this time. He has really shown his hand as a socialist, as a Marxist. I wonder how this is going to play out over the next uh, the course of the next couple of weeks. Let's get Mays back in here and see what she has to say. Mays, how do you think what? this plays out? Do you believe that Obama's a socialist or a Marxist? Or do you no, care? I don't. Are you one? Do you care one way no, or the other? I don't care. That's why I'm saying, are you one? We're a Marxist. Would it bother you at all? Excuse me? If Obama were a Marxist, would that, would that concern you? No, because uh, Romney went, went with Cheney the other night, and there was no problem. Uh, what is that could be his problem, hanging with the things that cause America to be in the, pro- in, in the shape that it's in. So Marxism, this country becoming a Marxist regime wouldn't bother you at all? No. And why not? Sure wouldn't. Because we got a lot of them walking around, and then that with the president. Okay. All right. Is that good enough? Yeah, that is good enough. Thank you. And you well, I have one more thing to say. You're ignorant people that think all black people are on welfare, and more of them on welfare than we are. Who are those? I never want, huh? On welfare. Who are those people? Welfare queens. 
black women are not the welfare queen. And they should uh, go look it up and, and learn something and educate themselves. That's the only thing they can holler. Find something new to do and stop being so childish. Your doorbell, man? No, that's my clock. You know a clock has a chime on it? That's what it is. About three minutes left again. We got to we got to we got to go. Okay, you have a nice night. Your call. All right, take care, Maze. Wow, Maze is um um she's something else. Uh, <laughs> well, folks, that was interesting. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening tonight. Um, please feel free to listen in tomorrow night. We're gonna finish this up with um, the next show is gonna be. It's not fair. President Obama's right. There's a lot of unfairness in America, and he's the source of much of it. That's going to be the discussion tomorrow night on the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. So please do tune in. We're going to talk about it. And call in if you like, like Mays does, 347-884-8500. You've been listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I want to say God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And you know what? What Obama said the other day about small businesses, he really showed his hand. And we really need to we really need to get this guy gone. We need to get this guy gone. Home. Back to wherever the hell he's from. He's got to go. He's got to go. Or we're done. It's either him it's it's either him or us, quite frankly. He's got to go. Bye. Bye, Mr. Obama. You got to go, my man. You've shown your hand. You're a socialist, Marxist, communist, socialist, Marxist mess. You got to go, brother. Bye. You're done. The ultimate affirmative action hire. And we all know how affirmative action hires end up. You wind up hiring the dumbest, laziest people. Because you got to. And that's what happened with Barack Hussein Obama. We hired a moron because it was he was due, I guess. Civil war coming. You're right. Well, God bless you guys. God bless you. Good night. We're out.
Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.